Hey, GCA youth. So we are finishing chapter four of Ephesians today. Um, I feel like chapter four has gone really quickly and there's been so much good content about how we can live our lives for Jesus in these verses that we've been dwelling on. Um, I hope that you are being encouraged. I hope you're being challenged. I hope you're being strengthened by the way what we're looking at in Ephesians. And that is my my prayer for, for us today is, um, Lord, I just pray that we would be challenged and encouraged and strengthened by your word as we consider it now together. Okay, so we're rounding off Ephesians chapter 4 today, verses 29 to 32. As ever, you know what I'm going to say, grab a Bible, grab a notepad or pen and a highlighter. Let's get into grips with the word of God. So starting in verse 29. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you are sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamour and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. And so we started looking at kind of chapter four and, and it started off with with this unity of of the church, this way that we are we are one, okay, and that actually that God gave people so that we could be built up in unity, that we could be built together in him. Okay. And so what we've been looking at in chapter four is all these ways that we can we can live for Jesus and be united together as a church, how we can all together be working towards living for Jesus. And 29 to 32 rounds this this off really, really well. And the way that it rounds it off really well is it's these exhortations and it finishes with the, potentially the one of the key parts of what it means to live for Jesus and to be united as the people of God. So diving in really quickly, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up. Um, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to, put this together with with one of the words in verse 31 which is about clamor and slander and malice okay um, and bitterness and wrath and anger okay so when we talk about corrupting talk i think it's really easy to just go oh that's swearing and actually i think yeah in some way swearing is because swearing when it's sworn when you're swearing against someone so you know when you're saying f you or you're an effing beep 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 whatever it may be you are cursing them you're you're deliberately you're you're attacking them with words that are supposed to hurt right so that is corrupting talk but more than that it's it's talk that would would lead people to sin right this says oh this is what the slander and the clamor is about it's about talking about people behind their backs it's about tearing people down rather than building up. It's about it's about saying things that are sexually explicit. It's about telling dirty jokes. It's about being people that when you, corrupting talk is any talk that is corrupt, right? It's any talk that is not pure. It's any talk that's not good. It's any talk that's not glorifying to Jesus. It's any talk that you would be embarrassed if your mum heard and you'd be very embarrassed with the knowledge that God hears everything that you say. Okay, it's about being rather than that is about building people up when we talk we talk as those who are encouraged and that doesn't mean that we can't have complaint against people and it doesn't mean that we can't talk through the way that we're feeling about people but we do it in such a way where all the the motivation the end goal is to build them up 
for them to be built up by the end of it, okay? And whether that's because we approach them and, and say that's how we feel or because we work through a process of forgiveness because we realise it's our issue, ultimately it's about building the other person up. And in, in the way that we speak, in the way that we speak, we need to do this. Like in James chapter 3, it talks about taming the tongue. The, the tongue is this powerful thing you know the old adage you know sticks and stones will break my bones but words will never hurt me is absolute garbage words having words have incredible meaning okay incredible pain can be brought with words and so we just need to know that verse 30 should shock us and should make us want to really put sin to death it says don't grieve the holy spirit of god the Holy Spirit of God is grieved, the spirit that lives within us, the spirit who has brought us to life and faith in Jesus by the work of his power is grieved when we sin, is grieved when we do things against God because we are part of his people, we're united in him, That He, we are temples of the Holy Spirit. It's not an emotional thing, he's not insecure, he's not, um, he's not sensitive, but the holiness of God is grieved by sin and that should lead us to repentance. And I'll finish with with verse 32. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Jesus said that this is how people will know that we're his disciples, that we love one another. And that is this is it, right? This is what be kind to one another. Really genuinely kind, tender-hearted, be be warm, have an affection for people and and want the best for them and and work for the best for them and we forgive one another. Because God in Christ forgave us. We're his representatives, his hands and feet, the temple of God on earth. Grace and peace.